morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here, on another thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday for Torch Report 432. Friends, we were each born for this moment. And if we always do what we've always done, then we'll always get what we've always got. Today, I'm going to go a little bit further out on the limb than I usually do. But first, I want to circle back and thread together a a few seemingly disconnected stories. Let me ask you, what do you think the devastating Maui fires, the uh, the latest bogus indictment against Donald Trump, the, the alleged threat of an alien invasion, the assassination of JFK. What do you think all of these stories have in common? Just take a guess. You know, if, if you guessed uh, corrupt government officials, then you'd be pretty close. But the correct answer that I'm looking for here, I'd like you to consider, is that <clears throat> all of these stories are really just distractions that are meant to keep the various factions of society stuck in the doom loop. Now, you know as well as I know that the doom loop is a place where people get stuck and do nothing. We don't know what to do because the sky is falling or because we're overwhelmed or because it just seems insurmountable, like there's just nothing we can do. Okay, that's the doom loop, and we got to step out of the doom loop to deal with the situation at hand. So as I was saying yesterday... Things just kind of keep getting stranger and stranger by the day. And obviously, that's not just a coincidence. You know, it's the, the psychological operations. They're, they've been being deployed against us for quite some time now. But right now, they're really reaching fever pitch. And that leads me to speculate that perhaps the enemy is preparing a, a special little surprise for us here in the very near future. Now, that is just speculation. I mean, again, <laughs> what the hell do I know? I'm just an ignorant peasant. But regarding the various stories that are currently captivating the public's attention, I want to offer a few thoughts uh, on, on some of the headline news, and then I just want to set it all aside. Okay, I want to address the bigger issue. But there, there, there's something truly terrifying taking place right now. It's not what people are getting from the media, even from the conservative outlets. And even though this truly terrifying something is is happening, the majority of people still remain none the wiser, though it does threaten us all. Of course, present company excluded the astute listening audience here on thetorchreport.com. And friends, thank you to all of the new subscribers, and thank you so much to everyone who continues to share the truth you can trust far and wide. Let's go ahead and jump in and swim here. Up first today, friends, I just want to give a little update on the unfolding wildfire saga over in Maui. Now, I use wildfire very loosely. It's uh, in quotes there for a reason. We've broke it down a little bit. Um, and if you got a skeptical mind, I'm sure you, you know where I'm coming from here. But in the, in the news today, as this continues to develop, we see a headline, Woke Hawaiian official stalled the release of revered water. Oh my gosh, this woke, oh bruh, official be broke, I mean, be broke like that? No, the official gone woke like that. Uh, this article really attests to the fact, I believe, that many, if not the bulk of Hawaiian officials are really climate cultists, right? I mean, does anybody actually think that, you know, some revered holy water is more important than people's lives? Evidently. This, you know, this story says that some of the Hawaiian officials believe that. Now, another story out, thanks to the government, 
Maui's Lahaina fire became a deadly conflagration. Now, that article outlines various bureaucratic failures that all fueled this atrocity, including a failure to activate the emergency alert system or to notify residents to evacuate, you know? And the article also points out that the fire was upwind of the city, okay? The fire was upwind of the city and 100% contained at 9 a.m. So all the stories about, oh, the wind's blowing the fire, the 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 if it was the city was downwind of the fire, then the, the wind would have blown the fire into the city. But the fire was upwind of the city and 100% contained at 9 a.m., according to that article. Now, it, that article also points out the fact that the fire did start in the area of a massive solar farm. Hmm, interesting. Now, next article here is, why is there such a frenzy to buy up the properties that were just burnt down during the fires in Hawaii? Why, oh, why might that have been? I think the title speaks for itself, but the, the theme there is that this is being heavily exploited, right? The, uh, I mean, oh, these opportunist capitalists are coming in trying to snatch it all up, right? And of course, the, uh, it gives this opportunity for the you know, virtue, virtue signaling woke Hawaiian governor, Josh Green. That doesn't sound like a very Hawaiian name, but Josh Green, you know, he's threatening people who would try to steal land from our people. Don't steal land from our people, he says, even as he himself is on record stating that I'm already thinking of ways for the state to acquire that land. <laughs> anyway, like all leftists, this guy is just a lying hypocrite, but that's not really much of a surprise. So another article here. So that's how the Maui wildfire started. Interesting. That article, just to be blunt, uh, it, it really attests to the utter ignorance of many conservative commentators. The article cites no official theory, but it does tip the hat to the high winds from the hurricane off the coast, you know, 700 miles away. They say that's likely the cause of the fire, but there's no official theory. Now, the story that high winds snapped electrical poles and Hawaiian Electric is now facing uh, class action lawsuits because they failed to turn off the power lines before the fire ever started. That's what that article is saying. It's coming from a conservative outlet, okay? So they're saying, oh, well, it's probably these winds and, and now there's a class action lawsuit and, and they're going to sue Hawaiian Electric because they should have turned off the power before the fires even started. You know, for the sake of public safety and, and, and out of an abundance of caution. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, these, these people kill me. But now the, uh, the last article here on this will pivot but it was an exclusive coming from the Gateway Pundit, and it says, Is the government of Hawaii lying about the missing and the dead on Maui? According to exclusive sources, the media is, in fact, lying about the true death toll on Maui. FEMA estimates there could be up to 2,000 people dead. Now, if you've seen the carnage there, that doesn't seem very surprising, right? But Hawaiian officials, evidently, they're not counting deaths unless the bodies are complete and identifiable. So that pretty much excludes the thousands of missing people whose charred remains have been, you know, burnt up and incinerated beyond recognition. So Hawaii officials are like, oh gosh, this is pretty bad. FEMA's trying to say, look, there's 2,000 dead people. That's what that article is all about. So friends, I could go on and on, but I won't. Regardless of 
the actual cause and the precise number of deaths, this entire tragedy has done nothing more than fuel the climate crisis, right? The narrative. Oh my gosh, the sky is falling. Climate crisis. We have to depopulate the, po- the planet to save the planet. Not coincidentally, on that note, there was a suspiciously timed book. It was published on Amazon on August 10th. And the book, in its, in its description, it absurdly claims to chronicle the events of August 8th through the 11th, okay? It was published on the 10th. It claims to chronicle the events of the 8th through the 11th, so that's just completely impossible. But it purports to cite scientific research, eyewitness accounts, and official reports as evidence that the Maui wildfires reveal an urgent need to address the global climate crisis. Friends, you cannot... Make this stuff up. And thus, I put a screenshot right here in the report. Friends, hey, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com to see this spiffy screenshot highlighted and annotated by yours truly. Now, the title of the book is Fire and Fury, the story of the 2023 Maui fire and its implications for climate change. And it just it's just sick to me. I guess now it's actually, I got 21 ratings, one star. People are all up in arms about the fact, like, how are you trying to capitalize on this, you know, and, and, and the ashes are still smoldering. But never mind all that. Let's go ahead and zoom way out here. Go way out. Zoop! We're way out there. In other news today, it turns out that the sock puppet president has been going by other names. In this ongoing pay-to-play international money laundering scheme, Joe Effing Biden has been using names like Robert L. Peters and Robin Ware instead of good old-fashioned Joe Effing Biden. So this led the House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer, who's getting a lot of press time right now, and I think it's going to his head, but James Comer, House Oversight Committee, he's demanding that the National Archives fork over unredacted records of Biden using these pseudonyms during his vice presidency. It's it's outrageous. You know, the, the, the exposure of this outrageous fraud should have everybody up in arms. And of course, it's, it's called the Republicans. It's caused them, I should say, to, to inch ever closer. Oh, you can, you can almost feel the, the nails digging in as, as McCarthy and all these other rhinos get drug ever closer toward they might you know, have to launch another investigation. And shocker, shocker, maybe, just maybe, they might even have an impeachment inquiry. Oh my gosh, and another investigation and an impeachment inquiry. How exciting! Just in time for the elections. I'm sure that Joe effing Biden, uh, his crack-smoking son, and their business associates are probably shaking in their golf shoes. I did put a picture of their pretty smiling faces there if you need something to wipe your backside with later. Now, friends, here's the thing. Despite this new pseudonym saga, which is spreading faster than a Maui wildfire through certain conservative circles, Biden, the big guy himself, is out there continuing to mock Americans, making a big speech and claiming that Bidenomics is just another way of saying restoring the American dream. Bidenomics is just another way of saying restoring the American dream. As Bidenomics and the socialist takeover of our country destroys everything we love, it's just another way of saying restoring the American dream. It's ludicrous, preposterous, it's absurd. But in the same speech, 
the sock puppet himself made another ludicrous assertion, and that was that no one, no one, not one single American could name one single objective that his administration has failed to achieve. He's such a strong leader, he's going to come back and do even better next time. Friends, I'm not even going to waste my time on that. Moving on. In other news, the nearly incomprehensible embrace of evil continues to accelerate all around the globe. Americans are now being encouraged to attend family-friendly ceremonies to summon and befriend demons. As a matter of fact, come as you are and summon the demon of your choosing. It's a family-friendly event. This is happening while simultaneously another $24 billion of taxpayer dollars are being sent over to Vladimir the Jackass Zelensky as he uh, continues to openly consult with the with the Nazi fascists over there in Ukraine. So this is all happening. By the way, those neo-Nazi fascists in Ukraine, that Azov Battalion, they've actually been accused of war crimes by Amnesty International. So if you're not familiar with the connection there, that your tax dollars are paying for the jackass Zelensky to buddy-buddy up with these neo-Nazi fascists, it's time to blow the lid off that story and share. Sharing is caring. And then, get this. On top of all of this insanity, <laughs> this is killer, the, the terrorists who allegedly planned the 9-11 attacks that murdered 2,977 innocent people, they may now be spared the most serious punishment because they've made a plea deal with corrupt American officials some 22 years later. Let that be a lesson, friends. There is no justice. And that does... Uh, bring me to the most pressing issue of the day, the silencing of political dissent. And, and this is really being uh, facilitated by the use of weaponized AI, which is being used for the outright manipulation of reality itself. So just like Tucker Carlson was recently struck down for threatening to expose the damning evidence that utterly eviscerates the J6 narrative, today we learn that Glenn Beck has been deplatformed by Apple ahead of a comprehensive presentation of the Biden fine... That's all, folks. No, I'm not done yet. But uh, Glenn Beck was getting ready to give a presentation on the Biden family's corruption, the Biden family crime syndicate, and then he got deplatformed. So let me ask you, how many people, how many more people now remain in the dark because of this blatant and heinous censorship of conservative voices, big dogs like T Tucker Carlson, Glenn Beck. You know, these are top-tier conservative voices. And clearly, their First Amendment rights no longer matter, okay? But how many people remain in the dark now because of this? You hear, you know, people say, the left, le le the left likes to say, democracy dies in darkness, you know. Well, I'm here to tell you that the media purge is the death of democracy, as previously discussed, um, Torch Report 351, media purge is death to democracy. They're taking China being a role model for the world. They're taking that stuff serious, friends. It's, it's happening right here at home. And it seems to me, that every single American, regardless of their political affiliation, should care about this. They should be up in arms about this, you know, but they're not. Why? Well, probably because of the weaponized AI and the algorithmic social interventions, right? They're probably not getting the information. But what we know now, just based on the evidence that comes to light every single day, is that the First Amendment 
you know, it, it doesn't matter anymore. Free speech is no longer a constitutionally protected right. Now, free speech is a free-for-all hellscape, remember? You know, that's why the government has to keep us safe from misinformation, because now misinformation is a threat to democracy. That's why the WHO is trying to immunize humanity against misinformation, because misinformation is a threat to global democracy. And we know that global democracy is really nothing more than a bunch of commies trying to get all the democratic parties across the world together. We know that most people don't. But I know this whole effort, friends, to, to, to impugn free speech, to make free speech a free-for-all hellscape. This is why Google is out there today banning anybody in the public's ability to disagree with the World Health Organization. Now you're not, I mean, if you disagree with the World Health Organization, no Google for you, okay? And I just, I say that because I don't want you to forget that this is a global consolidation of power. It's not just what's happening in the America media, the purging of America conservative media personalities, but it's happening all around the world. So while some people are out there, you know, they're all worried about the economy. Oh my gosh, the economy's at a critical stage, you know. Uh, the economy's set for collapse. You know, some people are whining that mortgage rates might hit 8%. Oh my gosh, what happens in the whole world's going to fall apart if the mortgage rate hits 8%, right? Wrong. Uh, we are enduring the systematic destruction of the American economy and the de-dollarization of the global economy, but never mind that, you know. Uh, other reports out American consumers are about to go broke thanks to Bidenomics. Ho, brah, Bidenomics made American public go broke like that. So, all of that said, friends, much more importantly, the much greater threat is that weaponized AI has significant systemic biases, and it's currently being used to aggressively implement the globalist anti-human agenda. That's it in a nutshell. Weaponized AI, significant systemic bias used to aggressively implement the globalist anti-human agenda. That's what we're up against, friends. And in case you need to get up to speed, I did uh, put a few links in the report today I offer for your perusal. Chat GPT leans liberal. That's what the research shows. Chat GPT, this is, uh, by the way, this comes from OpenAI. OpenAI, uh, the guy that runs that, he was over there in Bilderberg with the other global elitists who are basing the global model on China. All of that ties together. But Chat GPT has significant systemic left-wing biases, reveals a study. Now, the next one, Chat GPT justifies liberal leanings with its own values researchers report. So friends, if you've been with me for a while, then you know, uh, or if you've just been keeping track, you're interested by this stuff. You know, none of this is really new, this systemic left-wing bias and all that kind of stuff. I thought it was fascinating that the liberal leanings are based on its own values, meaning the AI, which, you know, one Google whistleblower said is now sentient. You know, the AI now has its own values. Maybe the, uh, the AI's values are going to align with the globalist values. What do you think? Maybe they think the AI thinks that we need to reduce the human population to save the planet. Maybe. What do you think? I don't know. But we do know the globalists have been using this weaponized AI via the social listening, the sentinel surveillance, and the algorithmic social interventions we've talked so much about. They've been using it for nearly a decade. And they've used these tools not just to manipulate the masses, but to capture elections and fuel civil unrest all around the world. Friends, our own American elections are really no exception there. But the true threat of this technology is that we're 
is what we were talking about yesterday. You know, it's the threat of transforming human consciousness and suffocating the very soul of humanity. We are being peacefully enslaved by machines. Most people are none the wiser, but it is time to fight back. And like I said, the real solution begins and ends with awareness. You know, situational awareness allows us to accurately assess the current circumstance. And upon full realization of what the hell is going on and what we're really up against, spiritual awareness then allows us to know our roles moving forward. What am I supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? You got to find that answer from within. The power to resist comes from within, as does the will to fight and to protect everything that we hold dear, as does the wisdom to do so effectively. I will live free or die, not just because that's the battle cry of the American spirit, but because it is the choice that we all currently face. Friends, it is time to dig deep. Do not be afraid. I believe that we were each born for this moment. If we always do what we've always done, then we'll always get what we've always got. Thus, we're not going to be able to vote ourselves out of this mess, and it's time we be the change. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, find that heart, click that heart, and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already, and of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this brilliant, thought-provoking Thursday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.